Hello, my name is Isaac, and today I will be reading per, the, Percy Jackson, The Titan's Curse, Chapter 3. I also want to say I'm, I'm extremely, extremely sorry for late upload. I, um, I've been pretty busy this weekend, uh, this week, so, yeah. Without further ado, let's get on with the chapter. Chapter 3. Bianca D'Angelo makes a choice. After seeing Dr. Thorne turn into a monster and plummet off the edge of a cliff with Annabeth, you'd think nothing else could shock me. But when this 12-year-old girl told me she was the goddess Artemis, I said something really intelligent, like, Um, okay. That was nothing compared to Grover. He gasped and knelt hastily in the snow and started yammering. Thank you, Lady Artemis. You're so, you're so, wow. Get up, goat boy, Thalia snapped. We have other things to worry about. Annabeth is gone. Whoa, Bianca D'Angelo said. Hold up, time out. Everybody looked at her. She pointed her fingers at all of us in turn, like she was trying to connect the dots. Who, who are you people? Artemis's expression softened. softened. It might be a better question, my dear girl, to ask, who are you? Who are your parents? Bianca glanced nervously at her brother, who was still wearing, staring in awe at Artemis. Our parents are dead, Bianca said. We're orphans. There's a bank trust that pays for our schools, but... She faltered. Guess she could tell from our faces that we didn't believe her. What? she demanded. I'm telling the truth! You are a half-blood, Zoe Nightshade said. Her accent was hard to place. It seemed old-fashioned, like she was reading from a really old book. One of thy parents was mortal. The other was an Olympian. An Olympian athlete? No, Zoe said. One of the gods. Cool, said Nico. No! Bianca's voice quavered. This is not cool. Nico danced around like he needed to use the restroom. Does Zeus really have lightning bolts that do 600 damage? Does he get extra move points for Nico? Shut up! Bianca put her hands to her face. This is not your stupid myth magic game, okay? There are no gods. As anxious as I felt about Annabeth, all I wanted to do was search for her. I couldn't help feeling sorry for the G- for the D'Angelos. I remembered what it was like for me when I first learned I was a demigod. Dahlia must have been feeling something similar, because the anger in her eyes subsided a little bit. Bianca, I know it's hard to believe, but the gods are still around. Trust me, they're immortal, and whenever, whenever they have kids with regular humans, kids like us, well, our lives are dangerous. Dangerous, Bianca said, like the girl who fell off. Thalia turned away. Even Artemis looked pained. Do not despair for Annabeth, the goddess said. She was a brave maiden. If she can be found, I shall find her. Then why won't you let us go and look for her? I asked. She is gone. Can't you sense it? Son of Poseidon, some magic is at work. I do not know exactly how or why, but your friend has vanished. I still wanted to jump off the cliff and search for her, but I had a feeling that Artemis was right. Annabeth was gone. If she'd been down there in the sea, I thought, I'd been, ab- I'd been able to feel her presence. Ooh! Nico raised his hand. What about Dr. Thorne? 
That was an amazing... That was amazing how you shot him with arrows. Is he dead? He was a manticore, Artemis said. Hopefully, he is destroyed for now, but monsters never truly die. They reform over and over again, and they must be hunted whenever they reappear. Or they'll hunt us, Thalia said. Bianca D'Angelo shivered. That explains. Nico, you remember last summer those guys who tried to attack us in the alley in D.C.? And that bus driver, Nico said. That one with the ram's horn? I told you he was real. That's why Grover has been watching you, I said, to keep you safe if you turned out to be half-bloods. Grover? Bianca stared at him. You're a demigod? Well, a satyr, actually. He kicked off his shoes and displayed his goat hooves. I thought Bianca was going to faint right there. Grover, put your shoes back on, Thalia said. You're freaking her out. Hey, my hooves are clean. Bianca, he said, we came here to help you. You and Nico need training to survive. Dr. Thorne won't be the last monster you meet. You need to come to camp. Camp? She asked. Camp Half-Blood, I said. It's where Half-Bloods learn to survive and stuff. You can join us. Stay there year-round if you like. Sweet, let's go, Nico said. Wait. Bianca shook her head. I don't... There is another option, Zoe said. No, there isn't, Dahlia said. Dahlia and Zoe glared at each other. I didn't know what they are talking about, but I could tell it was bad history between them. For some reason, they seriously hated each other. We've burdened these ki- children enough, Artemis announced. Zoe, we will rest here for a few hours, raise the tents, treat the wounded... Retrieve our guests' belongings from the school. Yes, my lady. And Bianca, come with me. I would like to speak with you. What about me? Nico asked. Artemis considered the boy. Perhaps you can show Grover how to play that card game you enjoy. I sure, I'm sure Grover would be happy to entertain you for a while. As a favor for me? Grover just about tripped over himself getting up. You bet! Come on, Nico! Nico and Grover walked off towards the woods, talking about hit points and armor ratings and a bunch of other Greek stuff. Greek, geeky stuff. Artemis led a confused-looking Bianca along the cliff. The hunters began unpacking their bags and making camp. Zoe gave Thalia one more evil look, then left to oversee things. As soon as she was gone, Thalia stamped her foot in frustration. The nerve of those hunters! I think they're so... Oh! I'm with you, I said. I don't trust... Oh, you're with me? Thalia turned on me furiously. What were you thinking back there in the gym, Percy? You take on Dr. Thorne all by yourself? You knew he was a monster. I... If we'd stuck together, we could have taken him without the hunters getting involved. Annabeth might still be here. Did you think that? My jaw clenched. I thought of some harsh things I, to say, but I, and I might have said them too. But then I looked down and saw something navy blue lying down in the snow at my feet. Annabeth's New York Yankees baseball cap. Thalia didn't say another word. She wiped the tear from her cheek, turned and marched off, leaving me alone with a trampled cap in the snow. The hunters set up their campsite in a matter of minutes. Seven large tents, all over, all of silver silk, curved in a crescent round one Crescent round one side of a bonfire. One of the girls blew a silver dog whistle, and a dozen white wolves appeared out of the woods. 
They began circling the, guard, the camp like guard dogs. The hunters walked around them and fed them treats, completely unafraid. But I decided I would stick close to the tents. Falcons watched us from the trees, their eyes flashing in the firelight, and I got the feeling they were on guard duty too. Even the weather seemed to bend to the goddess's will. The air was still cold, but the wind died and the snow stopped falling, so it was almost pleasant sitting by the fire. Almost. Except for the pain in my shoulder and the guilt weighing me down. I couldn't believe Annabeth was gone. And as angry as I was at Thalia, I had a sinking feeling that she was right. It was my fault. What did Annabeth wanted to tell me in the gym? Serious. Something serious, she'd said. Now I might never find out. I thought about how we'd dance together for half the song. My heart and my heart felt even heavier. I watched Thalia pacing in the snow in the edge of the camp, walking the, among the wolves without fear. She stopped and looked back at Westover Hall, which was now completely dark, looming on the hillside beyond the woods. I wondered, I wondered what she was thinking. Seven years ago, Thalia had been turned into a pine tree by her father to prevent, to prevent her from dying. He'd stood her ground against an army of monsters on top of Half-Blood Hill in order to give her friends Luke and Annabeth time to escape. She'd only been back as human for a few months now, and once in a while, she would stand so motionless you'd think she was still a tree. Finally, one of the hunters brought my back me my backpack and Grover and Nika returned from their walk and Grover helped me fix up my, my wounded arm. It's green, Nico said with delight. Hold still, Grover told me. Here, eat some ambrosia while well, I, I clean that out. I winced as he dressed the wound, but the ambrosia square helped. The ambrosia square helped. It tasted like homemade brownie, dissolving in my mouth and sending a warm feeling through my whole body. Between that and the magic sal salve Grover used, my shoulder felt better within a couple of minutes. Nico rummaged through his own bag, which the hunters had already packed for him. Though, how they snuck into Westover Hall unseen, I don't know. Nico laid out a bunch of figurines in the snow, little battle replicas of Greek gods and heroes. I recognized Zeus with a lightning bolt, Ares with a spear, and Apollo with his sun chariot. Big collection, I said. Nico grinned. I've got almost all of them, plus their holographic cards. But will accept for a few really rare ones. You've been playing this game a long time? Just this year, before that? He knitted his eyebrows. What? I asked. I forgot. That's weird. He looked unsettled, but it didn't last long. Hey, can I see that sword you were using? showed him Riptide and explained how it could turn into a pen from a sword just by uncapping it. Cool. Does it ever run out of ink? Um, well, I don't actually write with it. Are you really the son of Poseidon? Well, yeah. Can you surf really well, then? I looked at Grover, who was trying hard not to laugh. Jeez, Nico, I said. I've never really tried. He went on asking questions. Did I fight a lot of Athalia since she was the daughter of Zeus? I don't answer that one. If Annabeth's mother was Athena, the goddess of wisdom, then why didn't Annabeth know better than to jump off a cliff? I tried not to strangle Nico for asking that one. Was Annabeth my girlfriend? At this point, I was ready to stick the kid in the meat-flavored sack and throw him into the wolves. 
I figured any second he was going to ask me how many hit points I had, and I'd lose my cool completely. But then Zoe Nightshade came up to us. Percy Jackson. She had dark brown eyes and a slightly upturned nose. With her silver circlet and her proud expression, she looked so much like a royalty that I had to resist the urge to sit up and say straight and say, Yes, ma'am. She studied me distastefully, like I was a bag of dirty laundry she'd been sent to fetch. Come with me, she said. Lady Artemis wishes to speak with you, with thee. Zoe led me to the last tent, which looked no different from the others, and waved me aside. Bianca D'Angelo was seated next to the air, air, un, auburn haired girl, who I still had trouble thinking of as Artemis. The inside of the tent was warm and comfortable. Silk rugs and pillows covered the floor. In the center, a golden brazier of fire seemed to burn without fuel or smoke. Behind the goddess, on a polished oak display stand, was her huge silver bow, carved to resemble grazed horns. The walls were hung with animal pelts. Black bear, tiger, and several others I didn't realize. I figured an animal rights activist would have had a heart attack looking at all those different rare skins. But maybe, since Artemis was the goddess of the hunt, she could replenish replenish whatever she'd shot. I, sh- I thought she had another pelt lying next to her, and then I realized it was alive. A deer with glittering fur and silver horns. Its head resting on Annabeth er, Artemis's lap. Join us, Percy Jackson, the goddess said. I sat across from her on the tent floor. The goddess studied me, which made me uncomfortable. She had such old eyes for a young girl. Are you surprised by my age? she asked. A little. I could appear as a grown woman, or a blazing fire, or anything else I want. But this is what I prefer. This is the average age of my hunters, and all young maidens for whom I have, I am patron. Before they go astray. Go astray? Grow up. Become smitten with boys. Become silly, preoccupied, insecure. Forget themselves. Oh. Zoe sat down to Artemis's right. She glared at me as if all the stuff Artemis had just said was my fault. Like I was the one who'd invented the idea of being a guy. You must have forgot my hunters. You must forgive my hunters. If they do not welcome you, Artemis said, it is very rare that we would have boys in this camp. Boys are usually forbidden to have any contact with the hunters. The last one to see this camp, she looked at Zoe. Which one was it? That boy in Colorado, Zoe said. You turned him into a jackalope. Ah, yes, Artemis nodded, satisfied. I enjoy making jackalopes. At any rate, Percy, I've asked... I've asked you here so that you might tell me more of the manticore. Bianca has reported some of the mm, disturbing things the monster said, but she may not have understood them. I'd like to hear them from you. And and so I told her. When I was done, Artemis put put her hand thoughtfully on her silver bow. I fear this was the answer. Zoe sat forward. The scent, my lady? Yes. What scent? I asked. Things are stirring that I have not hunted in millennia, Artemis murmured. Pray, so old, I, I have nearly forgotten. She stared at me intently. We came here tonight 
sensing the manticore, but that was not the only one I seek. Tell me again exactly what Dr. Thorne said. Um, I hate middle school dances? No, no, after that. He said somebody called General was going to explain things to me. Zoe's face paled. I turned to Artemis and started to say something. I started to say something, but Artemis raised her hand. Go on, Percy, the, ar- the goddess said. Well, then Dr. Thorne was talking about the great stir, stir pot, stirring. Bianca correcting, corrected. Yeah, and he said, soon we shall have the most important monster of all, and that one shall bring about the downfall of Olympus. The goddess was so still that if could that she could have been a statue. Maybe he was lying, I said. Artemis shook her head. No, he was not. I've been too slow to see the signs. I must hunt this monster. Zoe looked like she was trying very hard not to be afraid, but she nodded. We will leave right away, my lady. No, Zoe, I must do this alone. But Artemis, this task is... Too dangerous even for the hunters. You know where I must start my search. You cannot go there with me. As as you wish, my lady. I will find this creature, Artemis, vow- Artemis vowed, vowed, and I shall bring it back to Olympus by winter solstice. It will be all the proof I need to convince the council of the gods of how much danger we are in. You know what the monster is? I asked. Artemis gripped her bow. Let us pray I am wrong. Can goddesses pray? I asked, because I'd never really thought about that. A flicker of a smile spread across Artemis's lips. Before I go, Percy, I shall have a small task for you. Does it involve turning into jackalope? jackalope? Sadly, no. I want you to escort the hunters back to Camp Half-Blood. They can stay there until I safely return. What?! Zoe blurted out. But Artemis, we hate that place. The last time we stayed there. Yes, I know. I'm sure Dionysus will not hold a grudge because of little um, misunderstanding. It's your right to use cabin eight whenever you are in need. Besides, I hear they rebuild the cabins you burned down. Zoe muttered something about foolish campers. And now there is one last decision to make. Artemis turned to Bianca. Have you made up your mind, my girl? Bianca hesitated. I'm still thinking about it. Wait, I said. Thinking about what? They, they've they invited me to join the hunt. What? But you can't. You have to come to Camp Pathlet so Chiron can train you. It's the only way to learn how to survive. It's not the only way for a girl, Zoe said. I couldn't believe I was hearing this. Bianca, camp is so cool. I've got a pe- It's got a Pegasus table and a sword fighting arena and... I mean, what do you get by joining the hunters? Begin with, Zoe said, immortality. I stared at her, then at Artemis. She's kidding, right? Zoe rarely kids about anything, Artemis said. My hunters follow me on my adventures. They are my maid servants, my companions, my sisters in arms. Once they swear loyalty to me, they are indeed immortal. Unless they fall in battle, which is unlikely, or break their oath. What oath, I said, to force... To forswear romantic love forever, Artemis said. To never grow up, never get married. To be a maiden eternally. Like you? The goddess nodded. I tried to imagine what she was saying. 
being immortal, hanging out with only middle school girls forever. I couldn't get in my mind around it. So you just go around the country recruiting half-bloods? Not just half-bloods, Zoe interrupted. Lady Artemis does not dis discriminate by birth. All who honors the goddess may join. Half-blood nymphs, mortals. Which are you, then? Anger flashed in Zoe's eyes. That is not thy concern, boy. The point is, Bianca may join if she wishes. It is her choice. Bianca, this is crazy, I said. What about your brother? Nico can't be a hunter. Certainly not, Artemis agreed. He'll go to camp. Unfortunately, that is the best boys can do. Hey, I protested. You can see him from time to time, Artemis assured Bianca. But you will be free of responsibility. You will have the camp counselors to take care of him. And you will be have a new family. Us. A new family. Bianca repeated dreamily. Free of responsibility? Bianca, you can't do this, I said. It's nuts. She looked at Zoe. Is it worth it? Zoe nodded. It is. What do I have to do? Say this, Zoe told her. I pledge myself to the goddess Artemis. I, I pledge myself to the goddess Artemis. I turn my back on the company of men, accept eternal maidenhood, and join the hunt. Bianca repeated the lines. That's it? Zoe nodded. Nodded. If Lady Artemis accepts thy pledge, then it is binding. I accept it, Artemis said. The flames in the brazier brightened, casting a silver glow over the room. Bianca looked no different, but she took a deep breath and opened her eyes wide. I feel stronger. Welcome, sister, Zoe said. Remember your pledge, Artemis said. It is now your life. I couldn't speak. I felt like a trespasser and a complete failure. I couldn't believe I'd come all this way and suffered so much only to lose Bianca to some eternal girls club. Do not dis despair, Percy Jackson. You will still get to show the D'Angelo's your camp. And if Nico so chooses, he can stay there. Great, I said, trying not to sound surly. How are we supposed to get there? Artemis closed her eyes. Dawn is approaching, Zoe. Break camp. We must get to Long Island quickly and safely. I shall summon a ride from my brother. Zoe didn't look very happy about this idea, but she nodded and told Bianca to follow her. As she was leaving, Bianca paused in front of me. I'm sorry, Percy, but I want this. I really, really do. Then she was gone, and I was left alone with a twelve-year-old goddess. So, I said gloomily, where are we going to get a ride from your brother, huh? We are going to get a ride from your brother, huh? Artemis' silver eyes gleamed. Yes, boy, you see, Bianco D'Angelo is not the only one with an annoying brother. It's time for you to meet my irresponsible twin, Apollo.